0: Here with us, Pat and Stu for Glenn. 888 727 B E C K if you want to get involved in the show today. And happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Uh, Stu happens to be completely decked out in green. Well, a green sweater. Eagles sweater. <laughs> yeah, I have lots of
1: green stuff. As an Eagles fan, that's the one benefit you get. Yeah. You just
0: you, you pretty much are wearing green anyway. I almost wore my Green Bay Packers shirt, but didn't pull the trigger no so and you're irish. but it is green and i'm irish but i'm wearing blue for some reason anyway uh it looks like governor gavin newsom's on uh, some pretty uh pretty slippery footing right now he's on thin ice and uh we'll get into that tell you what's going on there coming up in about 60 seconds
1: the glenn beck program There's a group of people out there who are waiting, just waiting to get their filthy claws on as much of your money as they possibly can. They have no scruples, no morals, and they'll rob you blind the moment you let your guard down. Shockingly, I'm not talking about the government this time, but I am talking about a group of people who are almost as bad cyber criminals. It's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft can affect your life. Every day we put our information on at risk on the Internet and you never know. From one day to the next, when it's going to be your turn to have your identity stolen. That's why Lifelock is so important. It helps you monitor a ton more than you can t- keep track of on your own. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with Lifelock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com with the promo code BECK. 25%, you can do this. 800 Lifelock. Or head to lifelock.com and use the promo code Beck for 25% off.
0: Hey, in California, they hit the desired 2 million goal, right, on the recall petition. I like think hmm. you have to have two thousand or two million confirmed names. Well, no, Isn't technically it? it's only one point five million. Oh, okay, uh, but
1: they wanted to get to one point eight to two million because they wanted to have a little bit of leeway. Mm. Uh, and, and now they have that. Yeah, they're they're well above it. they were at two point oh six million, and this is a couple of days ago. Now uh, they, which is pretty amazing. That's an
0: impressive Con- recall effort,
1: considering, especially that they did it in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. You know, people weren't allowed to go out. I mean, the governor was able to repress this effort for much of it because, you know, he was not letting people out of their houses. I mean, California wasn't even letting people go to the beach for part of this time. So how would you sign a petition?
0: How would you get this going? The only place you could go was to that uh, French restaurant, the French Laundry. And the only way you could go there is if you were the governor of the state or one of his close personal friends. Is that how it worked? That's how it worked. Mm. Yeah, everybody else had to stay home.
1: I really think that's the difference between this working and not working is that dinner.
0: Well, it is. It had a really good... That kicked everything into gear.
1: The guys who were behind this worked their butts off to get Mm -hmm. this done, but it was an impossible effort in the middle of a pandemic. How can you do it? And doing
0: it to a Democrat in California, that
1: doesn't work out. Very, very hard, right? Only, I mean, you know, Gray Davis was 2003. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. These things normally fail. Several against Gavin Newsom had failed already. And they stepped up and they just, they they worked really hard and they did a great job. But I don't know, without that dinner,
0: I don't know if it would have worked. I don't think it would have. I think that was the last straw for an awful lot of Californians. Yeah, They're like, okay, I mean, I liked that guy. I liked his policies, but I'm sorry. The do as I say, not as I do thing, I can't go there with him. It's so frustrating. Yeah.
1: It's so frustrating for people because... Mm i think people went into this uh pandemic and they said look this is a crazy situation it's something none of us have ever dealt with before unless you were alive in 1918. you know and this mm. is something that has been it's very very difficult to deal with and we understood at some level things were going to change for a time right that doesn't mean that we were going to endorse full out lockdowns but i think a lot of us were fine with and eh, let me let's cut down the big parties let's stay away from each other a little bit more Maybe let's uh, wash our hands a little more often, whatever, you know, whatever those steps were. But when you say we're going to lock down all of society based on a complete lie, I mean, you know, and I don't mean a lie like the coronavirus is a lie. I mean, the lie that Gavin Newsom specifically used to justify the recall was completely insane and to this day holds up as insane. Um, John Ziegler was on uh, my show Studios America last night and he went over this and I had forgotten because, you know, really one of the first, really one of the first uh, states, I think it was the first to really shut down was California. And it was done based on this ridiculous lie that something like 60 percent of all Californians would have the coronavirus in eight weeks. Mm. and uh, yeah. uh, that did not I happen i forgotten about that yeah in fact not only hmm. did it not happen it uh it still hasn't happened i mean it didn't it happened in eight weeks but it hasn't happened in 52 weeks either i mean like uh, no, no state in the union has had 60 percent of its population infected with coronavirus i mean no, this just didn't happen and he was using it as a scare tactic to try to get assistance and to uh and to scare people and it was it was really uh, way over the top. I mean, it's not even close. I think something like you know three point six million have tested positive in California, which is it's the most in the country. It's a big state, a lot of a lot of people in it. That's probably about eight percent
0: of their population. I
1: don't know what. It, I, let's I, let's like see that. if I can find his. Uh, I'll, I'll, he has the stats in, in his article. Um, we'll
0: we'll tweet it at, at Stu America. What if, are there forty million? There's I think there's forty million residents of California, right? 40, 42 million, somewhere in there.
1: That's amazing, right? And, and so this guy comes out and he justifies this based on a lie Then he holds everyone down. And he does the thing where, again, people in March and April were much more, okay, I understand this is a tough time. You're taking big steps. I'm not comfortable with them, but okay, until we get a handle on this, for example, until it, we at least have testing that if I feel sick, I can go and get a test, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can do these things. Then it comes to this period where there's not a lot going on. There's not a lot of the virus out there for months and months. And he's still not letting go, not letting people go to the beach and the park. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, the the lockdowns that Newsom did were completely different than they were. You know, lockdown gets totally overused in in this conversation because it seems to mean both Texas has a mask mandate and Gavin Newsom won't let anyone go to school. Right. Like these Mm -hmm. are totally different standards. Um so you have to kind of like look at this and say this has been a uh, a a over you know an, an overreaction uh from Newsom for for a a claim that was not even close to accurate. And now we we stand back and we look at this and we say wow this he needs to be held rec- uh, accountable. And I think that's what this this recall does. It at least gives the people of California a chance to say oops. I w- Yeah, we shouldn't have done that. I mean, as if his other actions in his life do not already tell you that you should not have him as your governor. I don't know how. Again, it's California. Weird things happen. But at least this will give California a chance. Now, do I have faith if if they do recall Gavin Newsom? Because it looks like it's going to be on the ballot for sure. If it does happen, then, you know, will it work? I I don't know. They may they may still keep him in office.
0: Do we know when the election would be held if it uh, if it happens? Dude, do they, they don't wait clear till November, do they? No,
1: it happens faster than that. They'll have a
0: special election.
1: I talked to Mike Netter, who's the, uh, guy, one of the guys running it, and he told me, I, it defi- it's definitely before November. I don't remember the exact date. But mm. it's interesting. Newsom has gone this entire time not discussing it. Media organizations would call him up and say, hey, you know, what do you think about this recall? What do you think about it? What, what does it say about your, your governorship? He would just not respond. No comment. Mm. No comment, no comment, no comment until yesterday, basically. And uh, yesterday he started taking all sorts of interviews because he's realized this is happening and now he has to fight it. Mm-hmm. And so he went on with Jake Tapper yesterday. Uh, he talked to uh, Tapper, uh, went after him pretty, pretty hard. Uh, he talked uh, to uh, Tapper about the, the recall and really his first extended public comments. Listen.
2: You have people that are part of the lead coalition that started this petition uh, that are avid proboy members. They're part of the three percenters, the right wing militia group. Uh, they are supporters of QAnon conspiracy theorists, white supremacist groups. That's not just that, that that's factual. Uh, and so at the end of the day, that's the origins of this. And you combine that with Newt Gingrich and Mike Huckabee and Devin Nunes and now the RNC nationalizing this recall time and money. You're going to get something on the ballot. Well, what do you Think of the 2 million
1: or so Californians who have signed it, uh, who've signed this petition. I'm not talking about the leaders that you just went after. Certainly, all 2 million Californians who signed this aren't all Trumpsters. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, very, yeah, very true. Point. And it, look, this has been one of those things that I don't think they could have done this in a pandemic, particularly without a bunch of Democrats on board. Certainly tons of independents have signed this. And, you know, we talked to the organizers. They have tons of Democratic signatures as well. This is a very bipartisan thing. It crosses the line because, you know, look, Democrats own businesses, too. Democrats have jobs. I mean, it's not common, but Democrats have jobs, too. And they're, I mean, people are pissed off about this, especially yeah. when they see the hypocrisy.
0: And I love that he blames prominent Republicans like they're all powerful. Yeah, like it's these super powerful Republicans that are to blame for this. Really, it's these feckless Republicans that you're going to blame. They've got no power. They couldn't even win elections in Georgia, right? And you're saying that they've they've they're responsible for changing the political landscape in California. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. By the way, the uh, the the
1: actual promise from Gavin Newsom was he wrote to Donald Trump. And he said, in the next eight weeks, more than 25 million Californians, mm-hmm. uh, w- and there's 40 million residents, as you point out, Pat, uh, 25 million would get the virus. As of uh, this week, 3.6 uh, million had it. 25 million in eight weeks is what he predicted. Now, look, I, lots wow. of people said things that were wrong in this era.
0: Huh, but, you know Really? Yeah, a lot of people like, did. I, Fauci. Who else <laughs> would have uh, <laughs> Anthony Fauci? Might have been inaccurate on almost every Fauci thing that he said. Well, one Dr. I will, Fauci. Yes, I know. Yes, you could definitely find tons of Dr. Fauci yes. things that he's, he's been. Well, he's wrong only on. taken both sides of an issue
1: on everything. <laughs> That's all. But it wasn't just Dr. Fauci. I mean, no, it wasn't. I will say there was a poll that came out one year ago today. Mm-hmm. Came out today. 55% of Americans. Believed there would be less than one thousand deaths from the coronavirus. I was among them, I think. Probably, I think at a lot point, of a lot of people were. Yeah, I think and it I was, was eighty-seven percent of Americans believed it would be less than ten thousand. Has Eight, it been more? Is it yeah, more it's than it's had yeah. more. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> uh, so hmm. yeah, I mean, it was look, uh, you know, there, this was a totally different world at that point. But only 13% of Americans even were remotely close to what was going to happen. And that was in mid-March. That wasn't like January Mm -hmm. where like you'd really have a, I mean, in January, I probably would have said nobody in the the United States would die from it. You know, you go, this is a very widely held viewpoint that nothing was going to happen. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people believed it. Uh, But Also, this is there was people on the other side just as insane. I mean, this is completely absurd. It has happened literally nowhere in the world what he's talking about. It did not happen. Mm -hmm. It never it never was going to happen. (laughs) And he shut the state down based on this idea that was completely wrong. And I still think the American people and people in California would forgive that if it wasn't for the hypocrisy on top of it. I think they would say, look, you know, it was a tough time. People didn't know. People will make excuses for their leaders, you know, especially in their, own, their local leaders. They don't like the national people. They don't like people in other states. They don't like other congressional districts. But they tend to reelect their, uh, their people over and over and over and over again. Because mm-hmm. people, I don't know, maybe tend to side with their own guy. But th- in this case, when you're seeing this guy, especially it wasn't like he was indoors at In-N-Out Burger, you know, with his kids. He's at a freaking the french laundry one of the most fancy restaurants in america and also sitting there indoors without a mask with other health officials <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just him and his friends he was sitting there with the leaders of the california health department right
0: yeah it's bizarre uh and blatant and yeah i think that turned the tide uh 888 beck it's pat and stew for glenn today
1: So what are you spending every month on your cell phone bill? Is it more than you'd like it to be? More importantly, maybe, I don't know, do you know what the cell phone company you've got your service through is actually doing with the money you're giving them every month? These aren't the most fun questions to ask yourself, but you should ask them, especially when there are really good options. Why would you be paying through the nose to a company like Verizon, who's setting some of your hard-earned money to fund things like Planned Parenthood, when you could be getting the exact same service on the exact same towers through a company that's going to charge you a lot less and which doesn't donate money to leftist causes. That company, of course, Patriot Mobile. Switching is easy. They have customizable plans. They can you know, uh, do all, all the stuff you need done with your cell phone. It's gonna, you're going to get the great service and the great data plans and all that stuff. Uh, but they actually donate to conservative causes. They stand up for what you believe in. The choice is clear. This month, get a free, uh, get free premier uh, activation where they set up the phone for you. All of it's done. And you get a special gift with the offer code BEC. The same service. A lower price and the values you believe in. Go to patriotmobile.com/back. It's patriotmobile.com/back or call them nine seven two patriot nine seven two patriot for Patriot Mobile. Ten seconds. Station ID. <laughs>
0: The Tapper interview of Gavin Newsom. I, th- I think there was uh, more that, that he had to say, right? Um, or or is this a separate interview? Is this the same one? This is, okay. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, This is where um, I think the views. Megan McCain was giving uh, Newsom the latest stats between Florida and California in the COVID pandemic. Got it.
2: Well, Governor, news outlets like the AP are pointing out that California and Florida have virtually identical case rates, even though California has had strict mm-hmm. rules and Florida's essentially been wide open. Mm-hmm. Florida also has a booming economy, um, hmm. a booming real estate market and much lower unemployment rate than California, 4.8 percent compared to 9 percent. I also have to point out that wow. California has the lowest percentage of kids in schools and the seventh worst mortality rate. I'd much rather live in Florida than California right now. How do you explain that? Well, we have, uh, our positivity rate is three times less than Florida at the current moment. We have a lower death rate than Florida. We have a lower case rate than Florida. In this pandemic, uh, the story still needs to be told. But that said, let's be just candid about this. Florida and California are very different in every way, shape, or form. In this Mm. respect, most importantly, the issue of density is profoundly significant as it relates to the disease spread, the disease burden, particularly multi-generational households and density. Just consider just LA alone, its density is seven times greater than that of Miami. And so I'm not here to, to critique other states, quite the contrary, save one, and that was Texas that notably, I think, made a terrible, reckless mistake on setting down uh, the gauntlet on removing masks, not implementing strategies to enforce and be more aggressive on mask wearing. Uh, and at the same time, I think what we've done is save lives.
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. There's so much wrong with that, clip. Oh, so much wrong with that, clip. By the way, just in case you mm. wonder, we, we did a show last night on ranking the top five well all the we did all 50 states but the best five states the worst five states and just results like not not about like what we think should work Mm -hmm. and for california didn't uh do well we can get into that here in a second but when it comes just to density that was one of the factors we factored into the uh to the formula uh california is the 12th most dense state in america Uh, florida's ninth (laughs)
2: the state is actually
1: more dense than more dense now now even
0: that argument was ridiculous yeah he's pointing
1: to one city you know one city comparison and saying it's more dense which you know i i don't have i mean i don't have that in front of me i assume he's right on that but who knows with gavin newsom but i mean the state as a whole is more dense in florida
0: the other thing that's interesting about that and california to florida comparison There are far more senior citizens in Florida than California. Everybody retires to Florida. Florida is the fifth oldest state in the union, and California is the 43rd oldest state in the union. (laughs) So that's a huge difference right there. Huge difference. A much bigger uh, vulnerable population than California has. Exactly. And that's a big, big difference. I didn't even know it was that wide. Fifth and 43rd.
1: Wow. So look, Gavin Newsom does not have an argument here. He, you know, he was able to. He he does have better numbers. I mean, really, the better comparison would be like a New York or something. Or he, I mean, he does have better numbers than a New York where they had that really bad um, uh, outbreak. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't. Ar- it's very difficult to argue that lockdown measures like they took in California uh, can be justified. They're not. They just didn't work. You know, and, and mm-hmm. California really went crazy with this, doubled and tripled down on it. And, you know,
0: the economy got hit pretty hard. And it's bizarre how he goes after Texas at the end of that thing when Texas has way better numbers than he than California does. And and now he's trying to he's lashing out because the mandate's been removed. But nobody said you can't wear a mask. In fact, what I've noticed is really nothing's changed in Texas as far as mask wearing. Have you noticed any yeah, difference? No, no, Every time I go into a grocery store, everybody's masked up. Everybody. Everybody. I, I, I see no one walking around grocery
1: stores without a mask. It is interesting. Now, there, are, now, as you may know, my, my wife, Lisa Page, um, and she features this on her Instagram page over and over again, <gasps> yeah. is uh, p- possibly the most prominent anti-mask uh, activist in the United States, mm-hmm. and uh, she will go even before the mask mandate was over would just walk in now again we've already had the virus so it's really stupid really stupid for us to be wearing masks mm-hmm. but she'll go anywhere and you know most of the time i think that the formula is pretty static which is and this is before the mask mandate and after the mask mandate in most places if you walk in without a mask you'll get some looks occasionally someone will talk to you that's mm. a customer but the stores it's themselves rare are not gonna hammer you over it typically yeah. maybe that's improving a little bit I, i've seen a couple places that have taken the mask science down but still as you point out everyone inside is still wearing them yep so i don't know doesn't Nothing's seem changed. to make much of a difference mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. we have more on that in a moment maybe we'll go through some of these states here in a second we'll see where your state ranked this is the glenn Beck program Spring is back, which in Texas means that the birds are singing for the week or so they have before the weather gets hot enough that they just fall dead out of the sky, fully cooked and ready to eat. Mm. (laughs) And while that's a fine way to get a meal around here, I want to tell you about a better way. It's called RecTech, and it's about to change the way you see grilling. The RecTech is sturdy, made from stainless steel, the way it should be. Smart grill technology not only allows you to control the whole cooking process from an app on your phone or device, but also automatically adjusts itself to the weather around. So if it starts raining outside, for example, the Rectech will raise or lower the uh, necessary heat to give you the perfect temperature all the way through. When you own a Rectech, you basically own cooking perfection. Follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. It's Rectech with a Q at the end, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Uh, especially when it gets really hot in the summer or if you're if you're up north and it's still pretty cold, you can grill outside because you can, you can use this an app on your phone to control the entire process. Rectech.com is the place to go. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Make sure you have the best grill on the market. Rectech.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com.
0: Won't you check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed? Every weekday from 7 to 9 Eastern, uh, 6 to 8 central or anywhere you get your podcast anytime you want during the day it's pat and Stu for glenn today 888-727-BECK uh all right some statistics that may or may not surprise you uh but Stu has a list of the states that are doing the best right now with covid and uh also states that are are doing the worst.
1: And I would say this is a look at the entire year, right? So it's not just where they are not right, right now. Moment. It's how do they do okay. over the past year? Yeah. And so we went through did a formula there. Let me give you some of the factors that went into this mm-hmm. one, obviously how well did you avoid people dying in your state? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh did you know, that's obviously a big factor, but number two, I mean this, cause we, all we hear from the, you know, the news media is you're trying to compare death totals and everything else. We also looked at the economy. How well were you be able to protect the economy through this? Okay. It was a really difficult thing for states to do. Some states did a lot better than others. We also looked at uh, what is from uh, there's an uh, Oxford Univers- University of Oxford <laughs> stringency index, which is basically a measure of how hard the government cracked down. How long did they put the people into relative shutdown levels? Right. Do they have a light touch? did they have a heavy touch when it comes to that and and i think that's somewhat controversial in that like people would say well what does that matter uh, you know i think like if you have two states that had the same results with the economy and deaths right but one gave you complete freedom the other one uh, locked you down in individual plastic bubbles that matters yeah that matters right i mean free mm-hmm. this is the it's the united states of america here so i i use that as a factor there's uh, those are the three biggest factors however there's also you know we factored in the age of the population. So a state that has an older population should get a break in comparing the death rate, you know, to a state that has a younger population. Same thing with a density. If you have a state with a population density, that's high. Um, we looked at vaccine rollout, all sorts of different things and kind of came up with a final score zero to 100 for all 50 states. So let me give you some of the bottom states. I'll start seventh from the bottom for a reason because it was California. <laughs> Score of thirty five point seven out of a hundred. They did. They actually didn't do terribly as far as the rate of COVID. But as we point out, they have a relatively young population in in uh, in uh, in California. So that does make a difference as far as the death rate. But we factored that in. They finished seventh from the bottom. Sixth from the bottom was Massachusetts, twenty eight point one out of a hundred fifth from the bottom connecticut Connecticut, our old home state pat Mm -hmm. uh now again you can you can you blame some of its neighbors for this i I think you could yes but we'll go Mm -hmm. it's connecticut also didn't do all that well uh rhode island is fourth from the bottom 25.2 is the score out of 100 third from the bottom red state louisiana 20.6 out of 100 now you can probably fairly note that part of the reason Louisiana had a really bad outbreak of COVID was Mardi Gras, Was Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. which happened at the end of February last year and, of course, was held in uh, a very blue area of Louisiana, not a very red area of Louisiana. But, you know, as long as you have New Orleans in your state, you, you're responsible for it. Louisiana, I apologize for that. But, uh, you know, I didn't put it in your state. That was that was your thing. <laughs> So you're responsible for for the uh, for the outbreak in New Orleans. So they came out uh, third to worst 20.6 out of 100. Mm -hmm. Then there's a quite a drop off from third to worst at 20.6 to second to worst. New Mexico, 7.9 out of 100. Wow. So from 20.6 to (laughs) 7.9, people don't realize that New Mexico had the hardest lockdown in the nation. Harder than any other state, California, New York, nobody locked down further, harder than New Mexico. I didn't know that. Yeah, Uh, they had their economy was Mm. a disaster as well. They and they didn't even get good results as far as COVID. I mean, really, they didn't do anything well uh, throughout this entire process. So New Mexico finishes second to last, and in dead last place, without anyone's surprise, of course, is New York with a score of six point eight out of one hundred. They had the second strongest lockdown in the country despite that had the second worst covid numbers only to new jersey which is completely new york's fault anyway Mm -hmm. and also their economy was a disaster despite the fact they have a giant industry there that could work from home they still couldn't protect the economy at all so they finish uh, in dead last place of course andrew cuomo is awful.com should be noted at this time (laughs) Uh, Should we give you some of the uh, top, top, uh, top picks? Yeah. Who did the best? Let's see. Uh, All right. Well, who did the best? And we're starting at... Let me give you 10. All right. Alaska, number 10. Score of 66.7. Again, we take into account population density. Mm. Uh, But again, there are some, there's some asterisks in this. Like Hawaii, what do you do with it? You know, Hawaii obviously is going to have a really good result on COVID because they're an island, but also a really bad result on the economy because they're dependent on on flights yeah so it's a tough one to measure but alaska came in 10th S- uh, south dakota in ninth and i think i think a lot of people would think south dakota would do really well on this hmm. they were number two on the stringency index uh so it's, it's the second least amount of time in lockdown um but they really they're 44th as far as covid uh, per million so they that hurt them like they they it had a very open uh attitude towards this which i respect and i like Christine O'Me uh, quite a bit but uh look they just had a really had a really rough battle with that when it comes uh to uh their rates mm-hmm. uh, n- uh eighth place uh, nebraska 67.8 out of 100 uh, then virginia actually did pretty well uh, in seventh place 68.9 iowa in sixth place 69.9 out of 100 uh, Iowa, another one that never, they, they had that initial shutdown period and then were pretty open after that and had uh, you know relatively good results, certainly good economic results. Number six, uh, or, or number five, Oregon. That's a surprise. That one is a surprise to mm-hmm. me. And I, so I was thinking about this because the score is 70.1 out of 100 for Oregon. Again, best COVID results by state for the entire year they had a you know they had very low rates uh of covid but they'd locked down i mean they were middle of the pack when it comes down to how far they how long they locked down my my th- theories on this was one portland in particular was burning down most of the year so probably people were terrified to go outdoors at all and see anyone mm-hmm. <laughs> plus mm-hmm. you also have a, a and their economy did relatively well compared to some of these other more lockdown type states. And I think you might have a a population that was more able to work from home. You know, the industries there are friendlier to being able to work at home. So there wasn't as much of a need uh, for that. But that's where that finished. Um, Number, uh, let's see, number four, Idaho, 74.1 score out of 100. Idaho did pretty much everything pretty well. Every one of their categories was pretty good. Uh, Not at the top of the list, but in the top third on pretty much every single thing. A couple of surprises here towards the top here. Number three, and there's an asterisk on this one a little bit, too. Number three was Wisconsin. And I would think, Wisconsin? How the heck? Really? They have a Democratic governor, Mm -hmm. yet they're, they ranked on this, you know, how, how long did they lock down the stringency index? They were only fifth. They were somehow fifth. Now, I looked into that a little bit more thinking, how the hell... Did Wisconsin finish fifth in this measure? Because it's really the strongest thing that they had going for them in this, uh, in the in the little formula here. And the reason was the courts kept overturning all the things the Democratic governor wanted to do. So mm. they never, like, they were on and off again a little bit. But uh, <laughs> the courts were like, no, you can't do any of this crap. So they didn't go into lockdown as much of, uh, as a lot of other blue states did. Which is kind of an interesting factor. Score of 83.9 out of 100. Number two. New Hampshire, 84.9 out of wouldn't 100. Wouldn't have guessed that one either. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have either. Although you got live free or die, right? Yeah. They were actually, they did not lock down all that hard. They had pretty good results from COVID and their, their economy was relatively well protected. Uh, they are also um, an older population, which helps them in this measure. I mean, considering they were eighth overall in, in death rate and had the, se- had the second oldest population in the country, it's pretty impressive. Uh, that that's that stuck together. And it kind of, I don't know, it kind of makes sense in some ways. You know, that's a, it's a state that has a motto where you're supposed to be taking responsibility for your own actions and maybe that helped play in. Uh, number one, though, are you ready? Score of 90.1 out of 100. I am. 90.1 out of 100 the number one score. Mm-hmm. In the entire union, this was a surprise to me. I will say, I didn't see this one coming. Number one. The state of... It, it, yeah. but does this
0: end or confusion the state of confusion no, no. okay this, the state of utah, utah. Uh, that is what i was gonna guess really yeah yeah that's what i was gonna guess
1: that's pretty interesting to me i would not have guessed it really just because i don't know i mean i it didn't get any press You know, like people talk, the the right has talked about Texas. They've talked about Florida. They talked about Arizona. They talked about South Dakota. They've talked about a lot of different states. Georgia got press at the beginning quite a bit. Uh Uh, Really, I haven't heard much conversation about Utah, but Utah kind of sat there and did incredibly well in every measure here. Uh, Number three, as far as how how long were they in lockdown? Third least amount of time. So Hmm. they, they were third, say, on the Freedom Index, right? Okay. Economy, they finished seventh in the entire country. Mm-hmm. And their COVID results, they finished sixth. Wow. So really, did, now I will say they are the youngest state in the union, which I did not know either until doing this re- uh, research. Youngest state in the union. However, that they get punished in this uh, in this measure for that. Like if you're a young oh. state, you lose points on on the formula because... You know, you shouldn't, you know, an older state has a tougher time with something like this. Yeah. So, despite the fact that they got punished for that, still finished number one uh, in the union with a score of 90.1. Wow. And and really has had no press and no credit and no no love. Hmm. I mean, I haven't heard anybody saying, wow, you know, who's doing a good job is Utah. And this comes back to something I, you know, I think has proved since the beginning of this to be really important. We've talked so much about. What the government does. Am I going to sit here and say that everything that Utah did from the government level was right? I doubt it. I mean, I don't know all the details. I'm not, I don't live in Utah, but I guarantee if we open up the phone lines, we get lots of people complaining about what, what the government was saying or doing in Utah as we would from every state. But like, there's something to do with this coming back to instead of the government, the people, you know, this is the United States of America. We lead the government. The government doesn't lead us. That's, that's not the way this works. And you know, if you look at the type of population you'd want to to potentially have in the form in the in the time of a pandemic, I gotta say you might draft Mormons number one. You might. <laughs> First of all, they're pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Second of all, as you right. point out, pretty young. Yeah, uh, I would say they they do a good mm-hmm. job following rules. Would yeah. you say that's an accurate statement? I, I would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Like they're not like the type of people who are like gonna you know they're not like people who are uh, going to go out and like you know burn down government buildings because they don't like a policy they <laughs> might they're going to argue with it and they're going to say what they believe but they're not they're yes. not they're not going to do that they're not activists yeah they're not like yeah and mm-hmm. i think that's you know i mean that in a good way in this particular measure per, per, mm-hmm. is, per, specifically and then also there are people who tend to do a lot of thinking about others Right? Like, they're yes. much, I would say, less focused on, like, well, damn it, it's my right, than, you know what? Like, I, I don't like this, but I don't want to make anyone else sick. I want to make, make sure that, like, every, I think mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a very selfless aspect of, of that culture mm-hmm. that, that makes a state like Utah perform really well. And I will note, too, number four was Idaho. Yes, also quite Mormon. Also quite Mormon. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that, it's, it's an interesting thing. And I think that it comes down to that a little bit more than than cable news and even talk shows and politicians have talked about. You just mentioned this with the masks. The government policy has been such a factor. But really, I mean, you look at the states with no mask mandates as and, and compare them to the ones with mask mandates. There's about a 10 to 12 percent difference of mask usage. It's really not that different. Yeah, It really doesn't make all that much
0: difference. It's really about what the people wind up doing. We lead this government. They don't lead us. So would this be a good time to send the couple of guys in white shirts and bicycles over to your house? <laughs> Seems like a pretty good time, maybe, for that. <laughs> I'll make the Sorry, call. I'll make the call while they, you I, do the commercial. I, they, I, I have COVID. <laughs> they can't come over.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right. So when you want to really... Really get your groove on. I know Pat is a big... I mean, he was just oh, singing in the break. Man. This guy, yeah. you want to talk about... Talk about getting your groove on. Oh, Huge, huge, uh, mm-hmm. huge dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I always see Pat walking around here in a pair of Raycons mm. and just jamming. I
0: just, do love my Raycons.
1: Yeah, the Raycons are awesome, man. I love them. Yeah, I will say, if you've ever had like either the Apple uh, earbuds or some of these other brands that are wireless especially if you have the wires those are really annoying now because i'm, I'm mm-hmm. totally used to the wireless ones but the apple ones they hang down from your ears they look like weird like earrings it. they bump into things and fall These are out way all the cooler time cooler
0: looking way cooler and looking. they don't hurt the other ones hurt my ears i got i don't know why but the, but the raycon don't at all no they fit your ear perfectly yeah and they and
1: they fit if you can picture this flat against your ear So, you could put your head down on a pillow uh, if you wanted to and listen to an audiobook at night and have no problems whatsoever. The best fit, uh, they won't fall out of your ears like a lot of earbuds do. They have the volume, the clarity of sound of all the major competitors, but they're half the price. We should mention that as well of a pair of Apple iPods. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products right now. Here's what you got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com/back. B-U-Y then R-A-Y-C-O-N. Buyraycon.com/back. Fifteen percent off at buyraycon.com/back.
0: So where did uh, where did Texas wind up in these rankings, Stu?
1: Texas was actually did not do all that well. Um... Hmm. They were, let's say, I'm going to say 30, 38th, 39th out of 51. We yeah, that's not DC. Very good. No, yeah, not very good. Hmm. Uh, do, you know, the biggest problem with Texas was the economy, actually. They had a bigger drop-off in the economy. I, maybe chalk that up to energy. I mean, you know, you had a lot less flying, obviously, but, you yeah. know, air, going air travel. Going less places. So, not, yeah. a, so maybe that was the reason for it. Um, but, yeah, they were they were they did not do well in the economy. Did, we're eighth in the sort of freedom index, but uh 42nd in the economy middle of the pack for covid florida was another one i think people were interested in florida finished uh right in the middle of the pack overall um so they were actually in lockdown a lot longer than people remember people they came out they removed the mask mandate early but we're in lockdown a lot longer than people remember did middle of the pack kind of on on everything Mm -hmm. uh so but again with a bigger population there's there's reasons to understand why that could be possible um, I don't know if there's any other huge ones. I mean, the bottom is very blue, I'll say. Pennsylvania was down there. New Jersey that. was down there. Nevada, Illinois. Um, all, you know, all kind of down there towards the bottom, which I guess you'd expect because they had bad outbreaks and lockdown harshly. This is the
2: Glenback Program.